Press. Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet. And my sister Kix is not here today, but we are joined by, we as in me, uh, I am joined by Emily <laughs> of She Speaks Bravo, the podcast, the IG account. Follow her at She Speaks Bravo on Instagram. And uh, we are so happy to have you here to chat with us slash me today. Emily, what's up? Hi. Hi. Okay. That was a fun little, we had a little vamp session before. We did. We had to, un, we had to unload before we like take on more, um, more drama that, that went down yeah. in the Bravo world this week. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's so much to jump into, but firstly, welcome. Thank you. I love this podcast. Oh my God. That's so sweet of you. I love your podcast. And I also love, we're, we're trying to like get more into the visual aspect of podcasting because like that seems to be what everyone's doing. So, and Little do you know, everyone, Emily looks absolutely stunned right now. She's like, has a beautiful background behind her. There's like, I don't know if this is your living room. You have like a little salt my, lamp. My, my, my bedroom, actually. Oh, your bedroom. I love it yes. even more. I love the um, the lip biting, lip biting art behind you. That's one of my most favorite pieces. Thank you very much. I call it a piece. <laughs> that <laughs> You're is, like, that is an exaggeration. from Amazon. I love it so. <laughs> oh, my piece from Ikea? Oh, this piece? <laughs> yes. And my Peloton bike over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because you are Mr. Spin. Sort of. Yes, I am. Yes, I mean, I, I was a, I, yes, I, I wa- used to be full-time spin instructor. I'm, I would say part-time, part-time now, but left that, left that life behind me a little bit. My poor legs. That's a world. That is a world though. It is a world. And it is a world. There is... <laughs> I had a friend who was a spin instructor and that's some drama. So the thing about it is the thing that makes it so drama filled to me is like you, these, these instructors are like worshiped as like full on deities and they, a a lot of them are bad, (laughs) but like, but like they just are worshiped because of maybe, you know, there's something for everyone I should say. So maybe they're not bad, but like also another thing is like, I've never worked somewhere where you go to work. And everyone there is just like, what can I do for you? What do you need? Do you, are, is everything ready for class? And then like class happens and the people in the class are just telling you how wonderful class was. And then you go home. You don't like interact with coworkers. You don't like, yeah. you don't say hi to your boss. You literally just like come in, do a job and leave. And you, every time you leave, you're like, well, <laughs> I fucking killed that. You know, <laughs> like you're never like <laughs> receiving, you're never receiving feedback or you're never like interacting with people and it just builds like just this diva complex and I've been guilty of it too but it's a wild world and I I also used to manage spin instructors like I was an instructor who also managed like the roster and there was like 30 instructors I managed and that is not a job I wish upon anyone (laughs) no managing in general is like a trick that they tell you you should get into no because it's not the thing i managed restaurants for oh my years god that is something i don't i've never really been a part of the restaurant industry and it's i'm not a regret no (laughs) (laughs) i would that was my world for like a a little over a decade and the pandemic hit and it was like you you get really in like it's very stockholm syndrome Mm -hmm. where you convince yourself that like this is my thing. This is only only we get it. Only restaurant people get it. Yeah. Then the restaurant industry shut down. And I was like, oh, my God, do I hate this? 
I hate this, you guys. Yeah. I have hated. Is this the most toxic industry in the world? Oh, my. I'm done. I'm going to figure out a way never to do this again. And it's been two years and I couldn't be happier. That's a that is a very that's like almost identical to my experience with teaching, to be honest with you. Like, especially when the money is like fast and good. You kind of are blinded by a lot of things. And I mean, different. And I'm you may be shocked to hear this, but like I was the most unhealthy I ever was when I was teaching so much. Really? Yes, because you kind of feel a little invincible. So you're just kind of. Mm. And there was a time I was teaching like 18 classes a week. Oh, my God. Taking them as I taught them as well. Of course. And you can just like you're like I can eat and drink whatever I want and then Mm -hmm. I mean kind of similar to restaurant industry you're like it's free like let's have a drink after you know everyone leaves or and then it just leads to like an unhealthy lifestyle 100% also oh god the restaurant industry the most unhealthy lifestyle oh well yeah and the hours and yeah but no one should be riding a spin bike for 18 hours a week so please if you are participating in that culture don't do that no no grab a weight (laughs) go for a walk do something Mm, yeah (laughs) or just relax watch bravo yeah yes good segue (laughs) good segue before we recap bravo we you know emily we always like to check in with our guests about their journey with reality television and emily what reality show and also reality star made you a quote-unquote dumpster diva so I thought about this long and hard. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Yeah. And I don't think I can even recall a time in my life where I didn't have reality TV. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I was like, I don't think I can. So it must have been real world. Yeah. Like day one and never stopped because I loved all the real worlds and the cha- I didn't love road rules, but I loved the when they did the, the challenges challenge. together. Mm-hmm. I loved those combos. Um and like it just any reality television but i remember um remember rachel from real world was um, that san francisco i don't i i am like i know challenge because i've gone back and watched that but i'm not a real world um she i want to say she did a challenge and ended up rachel, getting married to the guy wait rachel duffy a, no brunette yes yeah rachel i think this is her cuz this this is san francisco you said san francisco right uh-huh. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Hurt? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason at my at my, you know, childhood age, I thought she was so pretty and so cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like her. Maybe I want to be on reality television. But wait, I, I don't know. You know she's <laughs> She's like an uber conservative. Like, I was hoping psycho. you knew that. I didn't I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I don't know this woman. And she's like on yeah. Fox and Friends. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, no, she's like a terrible weird flex. person now (laughs) (laughs) but i did this is before i this is before we like googled people this is when we didn't we just like watched it on tv before we did any background checks it's also strange to think about growing up with tv before like this is when you didn't really know what reality television could get you like Mm -hmm. when you hear about the new orleans cast being so famous but being so broke yeah because they didn't like monetize back then but Growing up now, it is just, you know that if you go on reality TV, it is a viable option for success. No, like on occupation day and like middle school, I'm sure people are like, I want to be a reality TV star. And they're like, okay, here's the blueprint for that. You can. Like you can literally at this point study it. Or TikTok star. Okay, yeah. you want to do that? Here you go. Yeah, you can do all of those things. It's it, in it, I, To me, it is the biggest detriment to reality television is the way... It, 
it like has crafted its own sort of personality. Yeah. Um, I was talking, I was just on uh, real moms of Bravo's podcast uh, today before we recorded and we were talking about um, Sutton and how something I love about Sutton is this woman has had zero interest in being on. Re- I, like I, I find her to be just like this bizarre, like, diplomat like Georgia diplomat that just like found herself in Beverly Hills with too much money to know what she had to do with and never thought that she would be on television and then someone was just like you should do this and she's there and she's like well I don't really need to make more money so I don't (laughs) I don't need to be hawking a product I don't need I'm just gonna like hang (laughs) like isn't it interesting that Rinna tries to peddle the narrative that Sutton was thirsty as hell to be on. She TV. does not read thirsty to me in any. I way. agree. Like I, I, I don't think she's perfect, but I don't. I find her to be extremely down to earth compared to like the other women there. You know, Thank and the you. reason the Potomac women are so amazing is because none of them were celebrities before this. No one. They were all just living in a suburb, a, a like a wealthy suburb of Washington D.C. Just cohabitating like Karen Huger was just like at a fucking Kroger and like probably saying the craziest shit in the (laughs) produce (laughs) lane and like I wish we had a camera on her then but I'm happy that we do now and like but she never thought I'm sure that she would be like a reality tv star you know I really I admire I admire the producers who came up with Potomac Mm -hmm. because Potomac was such a pitch like it was a real risk but they were like just trust me on this you guys i know no one's gonna know where potomac is and we're gonna have to do a whole slogan like where's potomac as the marketing yeah but this cast just trust me i i don't like to me weirdly there's a lot of bravo people in for those people that that don't know this there are a lot of like bravo accounts and podcasters that uh, many of us have become friends with that live in the maryland area and i'm it's just a part of the united states that i just until the past couple years had no like uh, understanding of like it was like dc and then yeah and then we're in florida like i don't like know anything like between (laughs) totally (laughs) and so it's crazy to me that the Potomac just existed. Like I didn't even remember what the word was. I'm like, yeah. what is this we word? Had, we were like Potomac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we had live, to have but it everyone pronounced. who lives there knows what it is. And it's not even like really a city, isn't it? Isn't it just like a neighborhood or like a an, I an feel area? like it is. Kind of like Beverly Hills. Right. Beverly Hills is not. I mean, it has a zip code in the way that it, the the area like the way that an area in New York City has a zip code. But mm-hmm. it's not like it's like living in Chelsea. Not mm-hmm. in that's that's in New York City, but yeah, it's just you're you're right. I I I miss the days of just like not knowing anything. What these reality TV stars like knew what they were doing, what what could be ahead of them, and I mean I say this a lot. And I don't know if you participate in in this at all, but in ninety days, sometimes we get. Do you watch ninety day fiance at all? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's a dark world that I I don't know that I suggest, <laughs> but it's if you're ever looking to like scratch the itch of a reality star that uh, someone who d- didn't doesn't have the intentions of reality fame, you get it there and on TLC a lot to be honest with you. But yeah, you're right. But that whole thing is the same reason Drag Race doesn't hit the same as it used to. I mean, I love Drag Race. Yes, always. it's it's comforting to it's comfort television at, at any point of the day. And I will watch every iteration of it truly until I am deceased. But like, 
you can never recreate the old seasons of it, seasons one through six, because there was no monetization on there was I mean they were famous in the drag scene right the winners and the cast members but you couldn't like go on world tours and stuff like that you know I it's the it's like when you think back to what was that Brett Michaels show the dating rock show love. rock of love how dare you not it's just like know rock of love rock of love and um and <laughs> Flavor of Love uh-huh. and like all those shows, these people were willing to go on TV and get blackout drunk and throw up on day one. Yeah. And and then go back to their job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I work in HR on the weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't care. No. Because because they just didn't have a clue of like what even when you watch, this is why I miss like old Vanderpump, mm-hmm. old housewives. The best. They just didn't know exactly what it would explode into. So you can't re any new Bravo show now, like any new housewives, they know exactly what is going to happen to them. So they come on so prepared and mm-hmm. polished and, pre- and like, here's my business already ready to go. It's served on a platter. Isn't it pretty? It's yeah. like, oh man, we're never going to get that like Jersey season one level of like, naivete and innocence sadly it is behind us and there really is no turning back really i mean instagram social media is yeah pretty much what did did us in on that and that isn't going anywhere anytime soon so yeah i pray i pray that what we do next is find more like areas like potomac of women who are very much unfound people don't, they don't have followings on social media Thank you. and things like that. I mean, I think one of the last, like, she's not an OG, but she feels OG to the world that of people that came in as as this was Dorinda. I mean, Dorinda, like, I remember following Dorinda when she had, like, 3,000 followers on Instagram. She had just got cast. No one who knew who this woman was. She just lived on the Upper East Side. And this doesn't sound dark, but there is something, <laughs> there is something to seeing her kind of, like, rise and demise that is slightly entertaining <laughs> you just get to see what fame does to someone you know i that's i have to tell you i agree it's entertaining it's, when you can start from the very beginning of it and yeah, go oh see. there she goes oh going down right she's she's starting she's ending she's mm, she's pa- okay. she's pausing <laughs> And we hope she, we hope they go, we hope they come back up. The only way for Dorinda to like really come back up is to just really go away for like a year. Mm, I don't think that's happening. It's not. (laughs) She's doing this legacy show. I mean, maybe that's unconfirmed, but it's pretty much, why would they be doing it if she wasn't doing it? That's kind of, I feel like that's why they're doing legacy, just so they can bring Dorinda back. It is. And, but it's troubling to me after seeing her behavior on girls trip, why they want to like continue. Cause that was filmed way prior. That was filmed. I think while New York was airing even maybe, or like maybe that season had just wrapped or something wrapped airing, not filming, but it's wild to me that they filmed that. And then we're like, well, we should bring her back. And it's yeah. like, she's, she's <laughs> you know, like guys, real monster. great idea here. Yeah, I feel like they should have kind of let let the let the audience get like let's let them watch this first before we yeah. But Bravo, decide. So I, one of Bravo's many toxic traits is that they double down on people and situations that they don't think long and hard enough about. Like the amount of housewife, like someone I always think of that 
And I'm I'm not a huge well two things. One, I think they doubled down on Salt Lake City way too early. I like Salt Lake City a lot and I think there's of course a lot there. But like we got to like ease ourselves in because then we have places to go. We're like on season three. And I mean, <laughs> what's, what is next? Like what is after the season? You know what I mean? I like, agree. What are they going to do? Like, so are we someone, just going to have like a season where no one gets arrested and goes to federal prison? You, right. It's just like, it, it, it's crazy. And sometimes I need like a slow burn and someone, what I, are they going to do next season? No, I just realized that. What are they going that. to do? I mean, this season, I'm sure. I, I actually think this season's going to be pretty fantastic. And then, yeah, once Jen's gone, all we have are <laughs> a bunch of washed-up Mormons. <laughs> I feel like we need. They need to actually interview people like that are probably going to be arrested. Like they need that needs to be like well, one of the requirements. I'm sure you could you could throw a rock and hit an MLM yeah. in Salt Lake yeah. City. So there are tons of people there running. More yeah. Mormons and MLMs love each other very much. Totally. So I think that they need to do that. They need to be, they, they need to pretend like they, we did look into them, but right. like they looked into them for that. <laughs> sure. That's a good We point. need an arrest every other season. Right. And something else I, I don't like is when they, for instance, like they announced Leah McSweeney to be, be a housewife before we had even seen anything about her. Like they like released her at BravoCon. They're like, this is your new New York housewife or something. BravoCon OG. Oh, they did? Yes. And they had already, they had only been filming. They had just like <laughs> begun filming, but it was kind of like they were doubling down as this is your new star. And it's like that you can't set anyone up for that level of uh, like success. <laughs> anyone. And I'll let you read between the lines on that. But I mean, because anyone will end up failing when you, when you put their pedestal that high, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let the let the viewers decide who they care about. Totally. Okay. Well, let's let's use that as a nice little BH transition. But you know, I don't think that Bravo like doubled down hard on Garcelle or Sutton, and those women, those other women, have to be shaking as they watch this show. I mean, I think that's why Lisa Rinna has blocked nearly everyone is because she is she feels so upset by seeing how vehemently everyone is team them and not anyone else i don't understand actually what rena's plan was in her performance <laughs> during the season she never has a plan it's like she only said okay here's what i'm gonna do if when in doubt just yell at sutton and like but that's, that's even so... even and... kyle is getting confused she's like hold on i really thought that you guys didn't you guys make up i'm sorry i thought at the t- homeless not toothless thing you made up right. well you know i'm grieving and if i need to yell at sutton again i i will i'm not gonna feel bad about it okay and and everyone can grieve however they need oh. to but when you use grief as like as a tool to bully people you're you're underplaying what grief is for others and that's what really bothers me and you know i think most of us in life have gone through some level of what rena is going through and we all do crazy shit in those times but like that's you can't like 
you can't say that gives you an excuse to be an asshole because not everyone's an asshole when they're dealing with grief, like outwardly, intentionally. Like she's being an asshole intentionally and then just... Well, like what you just said, intentional. Like usually with grief, when it's like affecting you like that, someone else is usually the one that points it out. Mm-hmm. Like someone else is usually like, you know what it probably is? You're grieving. Yeah. You're like you're not so cognizant like, oh, this is the grief, you guys. See me being an asshole? This is the grief. It's yeah, like, well, then stop. Point. Right. No, that's a that's a great point. I mean, you don't like that's that is absolutely not how that works. Like you don't acknowledge it in the moment. That's something that like your friends tell you when you're having wine with them, like a couple weeks later being like, babe, like that was crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think you've been amazingly to to- horrible lately. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about some friends I should have that conversation with. Not it's like you like if you are super aware that you are out of control because you're grieving, then mm-hmm. you would most likely stop and check yourself before you're horrible. Yeah, she's so, right. But she but the, her brain, she doesn't Rena doesn't plan things, but but she catches herself in moments. Right. Mm-hmm. Like where yeah. she has like kind of like a like a. <laughs> Just like a lovely bones moment where she's like watching herself like do the thing. <laughs> like she's like, you know that meme of like the <laughs> what was it? There's like a meme going around today of like the feminism leaving my body whenever I what was it? And it's like a it's like a corpse and then like a ghost like raising out of the corpse. <laughs> I can't remember it. It's not funny to explain it back, but essentially it's like every anytime there's drama, like there's a full on like ghost that comes out of Rena's body and it's like watching it's like producer Rena, producer Rena watching externally and being like, now this would be a great moment where you do this or this is what you yep. do that. Like there's a whole part of her brain that works that way. And that, and that part of her brain is the part of her brain that was like, you should say that this is because you're grieving right now at that homeless, not toothless dinner, you know? And Rena actually, unless she is exploding, mm-hmm. she doesn't really do a lot in the scenes. She just kind of watches drama typically and just like lets things go back and forth. Yeah. And or her contribution is screaming and yelling. She's one of the two. She doesn't really contribute anything that's like sensible ever. Garcelle, on the other hand, I don't know how that woman maintains chains like i have never envied someone's ability to not envied envies admired i should say mm-hmm. admired someone's ability to like maintain boundaries and integrity in the face of utter madness the way she navigated the conversation with erica at dinner talking about the earrings like <sighs> chills ch- so she brings it up like so chicly erica's talking about she's like well i have this bag i have this like ferragamo pair of this Ferragamo wallet. I have this like Gucci mm. bag. I have this Mugler, blah, blah, blah. And Garcelle just so succinctly is like, and you have $750,000 earrings. Like, what do those look like? <laughs> right. I'm like, and then for, she tricked her. And for Erica to in that moment be like, I have a mirror. Yeah. She's like, just yeah, 1.5 1. 1. carats. Yeah. yeah. Of course I have them with me. Ah. And then she, her face when when Garcelle goes, you don't think you should give him back? Her, Erica's face yeah. is gagged, gagged, and she's she like, got her no. In that Erica, <laughs> I mean, Garcelle really got her. Then <laughs> she got this, gotten. Do you notice how offended Erica is by the word compassion? Like anytime, what a anytime weird Garcelle, word to be triggered by. Yeah, she's literally like Garcelle's like. I mean, maybe it just shows that you have compassion. And Erica's like, ew, ugh. Oh 
I have. I mean, ugh, fine, but like, ugh, it's my stuff. Okay, it's my stuff. <laughs> is, they can get their own stuff. Emily, that is such a genius point. I had not thought about that. Like, the idea of that word being something that just like <laughs> she hates you. it. <laughs> Compassion. She's like, shut up with that. Everyone talks about compassion. She literally is like, everyone keeps talking about compassion. Everyone just keeps talking about compassion. What about me? You're right, Erica. You are the one truly suffering here. Well, she really is just a, like, spoiled rich girl who got, like, her toy taken away. Like, that's, like, what we're watching. And she just happens to be 50 years old. Yeah. (laughs) She's a textbook narcissist, though. Like, this is legit. Like, if I was a therapist watching this, I would be like, I want to study her. I would be calling her, like, I will give you therapy for free. I just want to take notes on your brain. Well, you have to really think about her life. She's a very interesting life, a very unrelatable trajectory, right? (laughs) Yes. You go from being very poor and moving to New York City, working at a strip club as a bartender, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and you meet someone and they seem to be nice and you end up, quote unquote, falling in love with them and being with them for 40 years and they give you every single thing you could have ever wanted things that you couldn't even dreamt of you a singing career that is like something that like as a child you're like I want to be a pop star it's like she got to do that (laughs) I also just I don't like when she says I've been singing and performing since I was young I'm like no you haven't you performing in your living room for your grandma does (laughs) not count because so have I right you just had someone pay you give you enough money to like make a concert uh, yeah like make an album like if if we all had sugar daddies that could like fund like a creative director and like a couple dance lessons we all could probably release a bop or two thank you <laughs> i mean okay. and one thing i will not knock her of is the bops the bops bop the bops they bop <laughs> they bop will i be listening to the next one i don't want to no because like no. well that one looked bad yeah, she, where did she? Where did I see that? She like released like a little teaser, or she was like in the studio or something. What was that? Where was that? That was it. Was some weird. Uh, she po- looks. I thought she posted a reel of her. I think she's doing a remix of someone's song. Okay. So it was like her and that person throwing a clip up. But I swear she did not fully know the lyrics yet. So <laughs> she's a little bit behind. Sure. Um. Well, she's but been I feel out like of the she- loop for a little bit. You know, she's a little yeah. rusty. Yeah, <laughs> rusty is the perfect word to just. You know, all saw, of her stuff is rusty. Uh, yes, I saw her opening night of Chicago. You did not. I did. How was it? So the it wasn't the night that the the girls came because they came a couple weeks later, but I saw her first performance, and I have to say, she fucking killed it. No, <laughs> she was so good. The only critique I have for her is that. She didn't, she's not a great dancer. And so like the dancing only at the end is, is when Velma and Roxy like have their moment where they like dance together. And yeah, the, the woman who plays, the woman who's playing Velma is like, has done that role. I think for like 20 years on and off, like seasoned Broadway vet superstar can do anything. And then Erica's like trying to keep up with her dance moves. And then, She's like flopping, and oh then God. she does. She, she she did a cartwheel, no. and the uh, audience to their feet were screaming 
As if we were like a child's dance recital. Everyone was like, you did it. You did it. And you didn't fall. Yeah. So it was, she killed it though. I, 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 I do not like the woman, but the, the role also. You gave, you were giving it up. You're saying it was good. I, I would tell you if it was bad. I mean, it really was good. And the, to be there and see her do that and then to see how her life has like unfolded in relation to the character of Roxy Hart is right. I mean, that's the thing is like there is somewhere someone needs to write a story because the oh, story yeah. is crazy oh, from yeah. start to finish. Well, I so I just recapped uh this last episode mm-hmm. earlier and I played the clip of her when Rena's like okay Erica it's time to go uh-huh. and as she's walking out and the way she leaves that place she's like oh just roll over because I should because that's what you think I should do oh non-fact given like the way right. she's acting is it's a performance like we've never seen mm-hmm. because only someone who was doing like a spoof would really seriously deliver that. But she's seriously delivering one of the most kind of evil performances we've ever seen because this woman is a character like we've never seen. Like that was like the scene. I thought to myself, my God, I think that that is a scene that would need to be in the biopic that needs to come out about Erica. Like this needs to, some actress needs to do that because that is a role that is right for the picking who would be good i mean i think you know i always go nicole because i love nicole kidman but she's probably oh i 100 percent see that <laughs> because well i only see she's a bit too old for it be- they're, they're probably the same age but i'm just meaning like we would need to go back and hop around a little bit but like i hold think- on let me let me throw something out at you okay what what about kristen wig <laughs> just doing the okay. whole thing as a comedy I like that i don't <laughs> but see we need what what would be genius though is that we need Erica to think that it's going to do her favors and then her like sit down at the premiere and be like, oh fuck. <laughs> you know? But if Kristen Wiggs doing it, we like know it's funny and we know we're gonna make fun of her. But if we get like Margot Robbie in the mix and like <laughs> it it could it could hit. I don't know that she's the perfect cast. I'm gonna come up with another one, but I mean she'd be great. I mean I love Margot Robbie. I think Margot Robbie would be great, actually. Oh, we're we're on to something. Okay. It would be great. I mean, uh, another person that we need this version of is also Luann. Like, Luann's whole story is absolutely insane and built for a movie. And when I'm talking about these movies, I'm not talking Lifetime, baby. I'm talking, like, a major motion (laughs) picture. Like I want to sit in a theater and watch it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like these, the stories these women like ha- have are crazy. I agree. Now, and th- I bet there are actresses out there who have thought I would love to play this role. Like Sarah who Paulson want- has said she wants to play Vicky Gumbelson. <laughs> Sarah Paulson would be a good Luann too. She would be a great Luann. But like see, the recreating want, like, that arrest. I kind of want Olivia Coleman as Luann. <laughs> Who's Olivia Coleman? Olivia Coleman. She's a British actress. Uh, she won oh, the Oscar. Okay. She won the Oscar for the favorite a couple of years ago. She plays the queen uh, in the queen in the. Oh my god! Perfect Luann. Yeah, I know exactly who that is. Absolutely perfect Luann. That's Luann. She'd be great. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's Luann. 
Yep, 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 yep. Or maybe Allison Janney is Lil <laughs> But then we venture into a little comedy, but <laughs> Jane Lynch is Luann. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. That was pretty good. Well, we need is a, we need a dramatic and a comedic version yeah, of both. We do, we do. You're right. But we're asking the, a lot. But in that, like in that breath, like let's just go rogue and like let's just throw in like <laughs> Leslie Jones as Luann, like some, like in the comedic version. Like, can you imagine? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Leslie Jones playing Luann is probably one of the best ideas anyone's ever had. It would be so. <laughs> Stupid. I you love need it. to throw you need to make a post about all these amazing casting choices. <laughs> I will. I actually will. These are fantastic. Okay. So someone needs to pick this. Actually, no, don't make posts. We just need to pitch these. Sure. I don't want to write it though. That's too much work. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, we need to find a writer. They can write it. And then yeah. we just get like finders fees or whatever they call it. Yeah, I like that. Um, wait, so I want to get a little bit more of the, this episode though. So the one kind of moment that we haven't really, or the brewing moment that we haven't really talked about is Kathy. And mm. here's the thing is, I don't know what's coming. And part of me thinks that actually, essentially part of me knows that they've overhyped this whole Kathy stuff because I don't know if you saw this or did you post this or uh, someone did about like the first six minutes of next week's episode. Did you see this? Oh, is it already out? It's already out, and they show the scene of Kathy walking to the store, and the door is locked. And it ends up that they're not saying, they don't know who's standing outside. They're like, the door is locked, and they, Erica's like, I don't want to see anyone who was there last night. Because, like, they were so, like, anyone who was against me last night, because they were so rude to me. Oh. So it's it's not even, like, it's not about Kathy. Like, the trailer told us that story as if it was, like, Kathy, like, did all these things I the night figured before. that's what it was. Right. Which happens in Beverly Hills. This, like that's something that they do is, you know, trick us that there's more more there than there is there. But part of me thinks that the meat of the drama for the whole weekend is just Erica's shit and not even the Kathy stuff because it plays off off camera. And in this past episode, I'm sorry, Kyle's being a little bit of a dick to Kathy. Oh, Kyle's been a dick to Kathy from day from the second she walked into the cabin or her house. Sorry, I shouldn't yeah. call it a cabin. It's well, like a mansion. I don't I don't think the bed the bedroom thing didn't bother me as much as I as the slippers. The slippers were mean. She was being mean. Why does she need to get or the and then the purse? Ka- Kyle gets very embarrassed by Kim and Kathy not being like because they're quirky. Like, remember when Kim, she'd be like, Kim, that's not the right bag or that's not the right shoes. I know. But and Kim would say no. something. Kathy had like the purse at dinner and right. she's like, what is this bag? From, like, Charming and, Charlie's. <laughs> yeah. And the, or and, and when when Kat, when Kyle said that she caught when she called Paris and Nikki to tell them what her her mom was wearing in the airport. I'm like, mean. I bet they were like, we don't care. No, it's just mean. And I think. Part of I, we we will never know a lot about that family because I think they have some secrets they've kept oh, locked yeah. in the vault. But I think that a part of it is that I think the the way Kim and Kathy both act is very similar to how their mom acted. Yes. And I think there's some sort of there's something going on there with Kyle about like how that is embarrassing to her. Like I wonder I think you're right. if there are deep if there are embarrassing moments from her childhood that she remembers of her mom doing something and it 
do you, do you know what I mean? It like totally. It ha- you're right. It really reeks of that. Like she's yeah. triggered. Yeah, triggered by mom by mom showing up to someone's house in slippers from the airport, or like that's something in my mind that Big Kathy probably did, like something totally. similar, and it bothers her. Totally. Um, I it feels like because I, I I spotted it when Kathy giggled with Garcelle mm-hmm. at the homeless not toothless dinner when she laughed because uh-huh. when, so when it's hard when, to when, laugh at when we say it when, anytime. right <laughs> when Garcelle was when Garcelle said something to Rinna that was funny because you know Garcelle like owned Rinna in that moment mm-hmm. uh, she said when she said like what are you here and Kathy laughed I feel like they clocked that. Like they were like, ooh, did you see Kathy laugh along with Garcelle when we were trying to when we were trying to take Garcelle down? Like they clocked that. Right. Then Kathy made fun of the name of the charity. They're like, oh, she thinks she can make fun of a charity, a charity that helps homeless people. Turns out the charity is like a fake charity that's not actually <laughs> valid, a- hasn't paid taxes since like 2018 or something. Yeah. And so they you can feel from Rinna and Erica that they do not want to ride with Kathy. Like you can feel they're not giving her anything Mm -mm. like Kathy tries to tell a story about how she rides her skis with the skis, the the poles out. And the way Rinna's (laughs) like, oh, I never heard anyone do that. But like she won't laugh at it. She just has an energy to her. So. I can like you can feel that Kyle is doing that thing where like, you know, when you try to mix two groups of friends and they don't like this one friend never works. Yeah. And Kyle's kind of being like, yeah, I don't like her either. And like not having her sisters back. Yeah, that's what I'm that's like the energy I'm getting from Kyle towards Kathy. Mm -hmm. Also, why did she not leave her enough space in the closet? Yeah, it's all just it's all very like passive aggressive sibling shit, you know? Yeah, so it's not, I, it's not nice, and I don't think they've been nice to her for a long time. And I just think that they make up and pretend things will be better. And I don't know if they ever w- really will be great. No, you know, there's so much under the rug in that family. So I, the blow up, I think Rena's been hyping up so much because it's almost a deflection from what happened with Erica. Because mm-hmm. that blow up with Erica was psychotic. It's crazy. It makes her look insane. It makes you look guilty. I'm like, that's that's the thing that everyone there is also saying. Like, what they're all trying to say to her is like, babe, that camera is on. <laughs> yeah. And they're filming you say, this will be in the edit. This will 1,000% be in the show. They're yeah. filming you say this crazy shit. Like, and you have to stop yourself. Like, under the law... If it says under the law, which makes it sound like, you know, I like it just really makes it seem like she knows technically under the law, they can't bust her for anything. It just feels like she knows that. But all she needs to say is a she needs to be like, first of all, I absolutely feel awful for anyone who has been like affected financially by what. Charity Keys did. That is not alleged. That is like literally. Oh, she's still like she but, but wants them to be alleged. vindicated. I know, but that's a thing. No, like, isn't that crazy? But that you're saying it's like she's insisting that it has been proven. Like they don't have their money. Like whether Tom did it or Tom and Associates did it, just the umbrella of Charity Keys participated in that. But she should just say like, and with in in regards to the earrings, I want to make sure that like 
the money from them goes to the in to the correct place. And I don't want to just give them over. I would like to do it in a court of law. That's like a very, I feel like that's a PC way of saying like, I'm going to just do it with lawyers, not just like as a publicity stunt or with your girlfriends, like in Aspen. Like, I'm not going to like just right now be like, yeah, I am going to do it. You're right. Like I understand her being like, I want to go to my lawyers, do all of this. She's on camera. Like she should not make vast scary decisions on camera on camera right but then she does it that's the thing that's annoying it's like they're teeing you up to just say the right thing and then literally move on but you instead say the wrong thing and you just further dig your own hole so yeah so it feels like the hype for did you see the text that rena posted on her stories yeah but i I still don't know that I, i i still don't know that there's as much there as we think there is it could be just like because they're so secretive in that family mm-hmm. that anything could be a secret in Kathy's mind. Anything could be like, please don't tell anyone because in their mind, they don't like to talk about anything. So she could have been venting to Rinna about something that we wouldn't even find to be that big of a deal. Right. Rinna is just the last person you should be telling anything to. And so unfortunately, Rinna happened to be there yeah. and that's who Kathy happened to tell it to. Right. Well, and, and now here we are in the preview for next week. We get this scene of Rena ordering, going to there at this bar, like this private bar or something, and Rena orders an eight one eight tequila, um, and says it's it's Kendall Jenner's, my friend Kendall Jenner's tequila. I gotta try it. And I, once again, haven't seen the episode yet, but I kind of am Team Kathy in that because like Rena is so calculated and such a queen of hawking product that she understands what she's doing so like if if kathy's like oh my god they have the, my tequila here this is like a huge deal i don't go to bars i don't do anything and they have it here let's get some and your friend who is always hawking her business goes up to the bar and is like i want kendall jenner's it's like it does feel annoying i get it i think it was it was such a passive aggressive so move. yeah i cannot believe she did that because she purposely said Kendall Jenner's tequila. Yeah, she said that on purpose. She's such an idiot. I'm like, what are you doing, Rena? Like, don't be such a dick. You want so what if we walked into a Sephora <laughs> on, on, <laughs> yes. on camera? No, really, listen. On camera for Beverly Hills, and every single wife was like, Lisa is like, I can't believe my lip kit is here. And like, that's amazing. Look at this. I would love to buy some Kylie lip kits. They're amazing. And bought like 15 Kylie lip kits, right? Rena would flip. It's literally the exact same like situation. Yeah, literally. Rena would flip a shit on whoever did that to her. Literally. It's it, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same. And and Kyle choosing not to say anything, Kyle choosing not to like help out especially because it's all nikki's her niece yeah so she should want to support that company right so kyle yeah kyle's dropping the ball i mean she's always dropping i'm i'm not never a big kyle girly but no i I think she's i think she's necessary in many ways like she's she's the glue yeah she combines the groups together I don't think we need her gone. I just, I, I'm never going to be saying. like, I'm never going to have her name tattooed on my forehead. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I want, I don't, I never call for her to be fired. I'm like, she's no. because I just want to dismantle the Fox Force Five. Yeah. I want Rena gone. I need her gone. I need Rena gone. I think she, if, it's a wrap. It has to be. I, if she's not, I have said it before, I will not watch if she's not gone. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't handle another season with her. No. But if she's gone, I want, I can get rid of Dorit too because she's just too flip floppy and doesn't bring enough. I'm like, you can go to. Bye. Mm-hmm. So if you got rid of those two, I wouldn't even mind keeping Erica if you brought in like, did you know Cynthia Bailey lives right near uh, Garcelle? Mm -hmm. So if you brought in like Cynthia Bailey and maybe even if LVP would be willing to come back, I'm not even an LVP fan. I just think that would be an interesting dynamic. Mm -hmm. But if you like outnumbered Kyle and Erica, it would be interesting to see how those two handled. Yeah. And Diana needs to go. I assume you would say so, we didn't even say that, but she's I don't even gone. need. Di- I want Diana not to even go to the reunion. What is what is? I there, don't. There's nothing new to learn at the reunion. From she's her. just going to be crazy. She's just going to say crazy shit. That doesn't make any sense. And she's just she's gone. Like I I don't need to know. Everyone is over her. It's I don't yeah. care. Bye bye. Thank you for. Don't, don't even cut to a package of hers. I don't even need to hear about Asher and no. her. Nothing. Bye bye. No. And I said, this, I said this before on the podcast, but like I went to school for musical theater. Asher and I are likely the same age. I have many friends. This is not a flex. I'm not trying to like humble brag here, but like I have a lot of friends who have been successful in that industry here in New York City. I don't know one person who's <laughs> worked or heard of him. She just, I like, was going to like, say Broadway girly, like in all the shows. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know anyone who's heard of him outside of being on this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, I love hearing that. I I love that shade. And it could, you know what? Maybe I just know a different pocket of actors in the city. The city is full of actors. But I'm like, girl, (laughs) the chances that I don't know someone that sang with you in a cabaret somewhere like at 10 p.m. on a Sunday, like... And the fact that she's doing sponsored posts of him singing, she's so... she's paying for posts of him singing. And the thing is, he's not a bad singer, but it's just like, no, he's good. I, it's not about his talent. It's just like, it's so cringe. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Um. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of cringe, I want to get into <laughs> She by Sheree. Oh, <laughs> I'm know, so mad at her. It was such a roller coaster of a week for me with Sheree because I watched um, Sunday's app on Monday morning. That's my like morning ritual is like I catch up on my Bravo in the mornings while I like open the computer. It's like a very nice calming way to start the day. I know that sounds mm-hmm. actually psychotic. Cause we're, like, oh no, I each get other. it. Um, but I literally was almost in tears seeing how that entire room was screaming. They were standing screaming Everyone has wanted this for her for so long. And I don't even think she understands how many people care about her success. And genuinely, like, no one Mm -hmm. wants her. Like, there are a lot of housewives that I think we want to fail. (laughs) But, like, she's not one of them, you know? Like, we genuinely want her to be successful. And to see her just flop this week with, like, the rollout, it's, it's tough stuff. And also, I don't even think it's up yet. Is it still? Is it up? I I don't know. I haven't checked. I haven't even bothered checking because I'm so mad at her for trying to charge $140 for a graphic tee. It's crazy. That was rude. It is rude. It's like in, if she made them $20, she would be wealthier. 
Thank you. Yeah, the website is still down. No, same same message. Yeah. Oh, it's a new message. A new message. What is it? Pardon our pro. Wait, dear fans, pardon our progress. It was a full house. Pardon our progress. What does that mean? What is it? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Pardon our progress. You're not progressing. The most pardon our progress. That's someone was like, that's genius. It's not as it was a full house. Thank you for the overwhelming response. Though we could not accommodate all visitors, we're excited to refresh and relaunch very soon. Refresh and relaunch very soon. What is that? Oh, someone came up with all the buzzwords. Note all existing orders are currently being fulfilled. So they were able to get some orders in, but I mean. And then for her Instagram to be, have you no, seen? No, there's, she by Sheree has not one post. It's so weird. That, like, like they should have been posting, they should have been posting this whole time. Yeah. Like, she by Sheree should have been posting, Since like, lifestyle of the stuff. Season of, it should have been it's active. It's like a buildup. Like, who do you, how do you not have people? The, this is basic. There are people that would probably be willing to do it for her for free. A hundred percent. That's just basic, 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 because to have nothing, it makes it look not legitimate to go to a, yeah. a page that has nothing on it looks shady. Um, so first <laughs> she tries she follows too. by the way, on the account. She, who does she follow? She only on follows it? two people. And oh, one, my God. One is Sheree. <laughs> the other brings me so much joy. It is some fan account. called <laughs> Bring Sheree back. <laughs> don't follow probably, them that's probably run by sheree <laughs> it must be i'm like right that looks so crazy to follow that Br- probably is sheree, sheree back. <laughs> you're right you're right um okay so here's my question mm-hmm. is she planning on making the outfits that went down the runway available for purchase because Otherwise, did she just think that the fashion show was supposed to just be a fashion show of outfits she thought were cute? I think but she, she never planned on. I think she thinks of herself as thought that was like a very high fashion moment where it's like there's only like two of these coats and like they'll not be for sale. But this is the this is the she by Sheree aesthetic. Like it was like a lookbook. It was like yeah. a like it was like this is what she by Sheree is, but this is not <laughs> what you will have. <laughs> we will have graphic tees. And, you know, this is going to be a little mean, but I have to say, I think we still saw a fashion show with no fashion. <laughs> Thank you, because a lot of that didn't fit them. That no. one like nude one shouldered leotard that looked like it was hurting her. Even Sonia, Sonia was like, I couldn't wear that. That no. And then that. Hurts. That man was wearing that weird jogger that was like literally like his it was so tight around the crotch. Like yeah. I'm, I I hope he can still have bear children. <laughs> yeah, like and then that, and then that coat with the Leo. Yes. That was so weird to me. I was like, this is you we're almost seeing vagina and she's wearing a winter coat. So it, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that she actually designed anything. I swear. I think she just like saw some cute outfits and was like, this will do. This just needs to like go down the runway because if she had put those outfits on the website, she could have charged 150 bucks for that. Yeah. Agreed. 
Or like I loved the work suit that she was wearing. I thought that was cute. That like oversized. Where do we get like, that? Yeah, I'm like that's cute. But she probably bought that on Fashion Nova and then wore it at her She by Sheree fashion show. It, it she has like I've never seen I can't she's worse at I don't know who's worse at business. Sonia or Sheree? I'm going to say Sonia still, though, because Sonia's even got anything off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least Sheree. Well, actually, that's not true. No, no, Sheree's worse. Sonia had a line at Century 21. Yeah. I mean, it went under Century She's, 21, and then she, and then that also went under even, like, her online sales, didn't it? It doesn't uh, matter. Doesn't that matter. at least she got made, off the ground. I, she at least was breaking even on, on yeah. business. Yeah. So Sonia, so the fact that Sheree is worse than Sonia, I mean, I can't, I'm, I can't believe it. Well, what was Sheree spending money on? I, I don't know. A million dollars? What did she, like, no, literally though, what did she spend money on? So she posted on Instagram yesterday. What is it? Check out my interview with Women's Health at Women's Health Mag, where I discussed the status of She by Sheree. What? That, that, there shouldn't be a status. Like, well, it be you done. see, um, <laughs> it's just... it makes me so upset. I'm actually upset because I really yeah. love Sheree. I don't know where you, yeah. where are you with Sheree? Like, in the... I love Sheree. She's the best. She is hilarious. She's stunning. She makes her yes. a great housewife. And not every housewife needs to be a businesswoman. So I don't That's know why po- we're doing this. It's okay if you didn't do this. All anyone said was, you literally need to just release <laughs> a t-shirt and a pair of joggers, and you would make at least $200,000. This is exactly what I said. She could have done this forever ago. Slap a she buys Sheree on a shirt, slap it on a jogger, put it on a damn website, you're done. Why you have it in your head that you have to put on a fashion show... I don't know. You could have thrown a party and said, I'm launching the website. We've got some merch on there. She buys charades up and running. Hey, boom, 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 done. You don't, if you're not a fashion designer, that's mm-hmm. okay. We don't expect you to be. You just were delusional and thought you were back then, but you're not mm-hmm. because a fashion designer is like, that's for Project Runway. Okay. Let them do that. Right. That's not you. That's okay. There's not but even a lot of housewives it. that can do that successfully. Like, I think Lisa Milan is probably the only woman we have that is actually creating things that people wear. And like Kyle tried to do it. Remember that disaster when she basically right, she's, had she's a always, designer. Yeah. Like she's not doing it, you know? Yeah. Because in the end, she had a issue, designer doing it. Right. If there's an issue, it's not her fault. Like she, she, she is a name to draw more people there. That's what she should have exactly. done. Yeah. I it's, it's. Well, that's what she could have spent her million dollars on. Have a designer and you're just the name going, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. There we go. We're done. Yeah. Like the way Kyle did it is the way Sheree should have done it. But Sheree went cheap. Well, but let us not forget how long it took for Sheree to build Chateau Sheree. (laughs) Like the woman can't execute. Like that's just something she cannot do. And if I had, if I was her friend, all I would say to her is Sheree, you need to just, I know you don't want to spend X number of dollars, <laughs> but you just, just throw money at one person that will just yes. do it for you. And and you will actually save money than spending 14 years throwing stray dollars over 14 years. Throw, throw $500,000 at a designer and be like, or a team and be like, you are doing start to finish everything. I'm showing up. 
at like final meeting to say yes, yay or nay on the looks and that's it. And no one would clock you for that. Like no one would be upset that you went about it that way. That's just how a lot of famous people do it. That is totally acceptable. And with her house, let us not forget, there was a moment in this season <laughs> where she had a basement reveal. Oh my God, that's right. So like, like, the, <laughs> like the basement was just finished of Chateau. She can't pay. Never, never. And land. she really doesn't like to pay. Like that is established now. Like yeah. she is cheap and really negotiates her way out of, out of all payments. She really does. I mean, we see it on. We saw it on camera with Drew. You know, I mean, like that is and and with the assistants, it's like you you're you're not paying people, and like that's not a loophole. That's just like being a bad business person. Yeah, so Sheree really is just bad at business. It's there's no doubt about it. Sorry, Sheree. Still think she's a great housewife. Same. And it just what makes me upset is just seeing how the internet was so happy for her, how on the show, the energy in that room when the fashion show was happening was so fun. You know, it's like it breaks. It just breaks my heart when you because you're like we in the words of Tyra, we really were all rooting for you, you know, like we really, and we are still, I want her to be successful, but. Oh no, I hope she just stops. Like I need her to stop. Mm -hmm. Don't even meant, don't even say she by Sheree, just like get it up and running. And that's it. Like, I want you like next season, please, Jesus, do not, don't talk about expanding she by Sheree. Just like hire someone to like monitor the website and leave it alone. Just admit you don't really like to work. It's fine. You're you're a you're what you're one of the most famous and well-known reality stars. Like you're the foundation of Atlanta reality. Like, like yes. you and Nini and Kim like created a genre. Like let that just be you, who you are. That's there's no shame in that. Exactly. So leave it there. You don't need to be like I'm a successful business. That's how I. That's how I get my my happiness and joy. It's not right. So let's let's just live in our truth, please, yeah. because it's just embarrassing you. Yeah. Oh my God. I wonder if she's going to bring Martell on the show. So I don't watch Love and Marriage, but I do know what the whole situation is with Martell, and that is another part of her a part of Sheree's life that is troublesome to me is the way she navigates relationships. <laughs> that is troublesome to me. <laughs> like I want her businesses and her love life to both succeed. And if we can pick one, I need the love life to be the one because she's the not, love life. The Cause that's been the most has bad, been off yeah. since the picker started picking <laughs> because when I saw Bob, Bob I, thought, I was like, Oh yeah. Why did he get invited? I agree. He shouldn't have been there. I thought that was really weird. I agree. She could, but don't give him any camera time. No, and then Tyrone showing up, and then like, and then, oh my god! I just for those that don't know, um, Martell is one of the husbands on was one of the husbands on Love and Marriage Huntsville, uh, which is on WeTV, I believe. Um, Oxygen is that WeTV? It's whatever Oprah's network is. Own own is it on own? Maybe it's not on own. It's is it on own? I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, he and his wife, who I believe are now officially divorced, went through an insane cheating scandal like on the show. Pretty really, 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 really public. Like it's not it would be bizarre for Sheree to not know about the situation. So 
Yeah, he's a he's like one of the worst cheaters, like very blatant baby mama went online and like yeah. talked about it. So it's pr- I mean, I thought she was just getting it. I thought she was just like hitting it, you know, having yeah. some fun. But she's like, they're together. In it. No, they're together. So that makes me sad. I'm like, but we we're definitely getting another season from her because like she's oh, got yeah. a lot more to tell. <laughs> so. Emily, before we let you go, what 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 is next for Atlanta? Like, what do you think is going to happen with the cast? Like, did you and any kind of final thoughts on the season? I loved this season. I yeah. thought it was comedy. It was like a sitcom. It was like a multicam sitcom. You could have put a laugh track in it for Agreed. me, and I would have like been into it. And it felt old I... housewives to me. Did it feel like that to you? Say that again. It felt old housewives to me in ways where the drama was very fun, serious, but like not tat, not like tabloid worthy. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I felt it also because I think Portia leaving allowed Candy to kind of shine a little bit more than normal. Marlo yeah. brought her out of her shell. Kenya was able to like let her guard down because she wasn't like fighting with Portia. Um, I would bring everybody back. I know I know everyone's mad at Sonia because she had a very odd season, but I still think she was just figuring it out. Yeah, I like her. I think she came in strong as a first season housewife. And yeah, I think she's I think she's here to stay for a little bit. I think she has more to give us. Yeah, I want to see like now that she's watched the show and she's like, okay, wait, I made a mistake there. Wouldn't do that again. Like, let's see what she does another like next season when you when you have a little bit of experience. Um, I think they have a good recipe with this group. Like, I think they all like I like how they all interact together. Mm -hmm. So this is like a good starting place. So I would I'm I would even be I was so if if they brought Portia back Mm -hmm. because I've seen rumors about that happening. I don't know if that's true or not. It would be it would I would be into it, but I don't want them to get rid of anyone. I would hope they keep them all. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that I think Portia as long my only caveat to Portia coming back is she has to be down to like play. Thank you. That's all. And that's all I ask for anyone who comes back to the shows or things like that. It's like you, you aren't better than the show because you're back. You are back on the show. So you're actually not better than it. So exactly. Did you watch her spinoff? Of course. I like don't watch many spinoffs, but like that one was insane. And she pissed me off. Well, yeah, I think she thought that this was her moment to like really get people on her side. And I'm like, you you come across wild. Horrible. Yeah. I was very mad at her. I was also very mad the way she treated her production team. Wait, in what way? What happened? Well, remember after the big fight? Uh-huh. And she texts her entire family not to say one word to production. Oh, yes, yes. So when they were trying to ask questions about it, they were all weird and tight-lipped. And then even the next day when they went to the activity of, like, it was like meditation or something, like, the producers stopped. And they're like, okay, guys, there's no point in doing this scene if you're not going to talk about what just happened. That's crazy. Like, it just – and then she just goes, so are you done with the scene? Excuse me? She just – yeah, she – I don't don't like that. My only my only issue with her, and this I had this in the last season with her, was she's just a little too much of a pro, you know. Yep. You have and to I be don't down like to be, be messy. Be, because here's the thing: if you're a reality star, you're not an actress, so you don't get to say, "This is my private life. I'm not going to show everything." Right. You have to show everything. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what you signed up for. And so once you start learning, like the Nini, it's like the Nini thing when you start learning how to like manipulate and cut off and not show everything and like trick production and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's when I get mad. 
and that's where Agreed. Portia was. I completely So just agree. like you said, she better bring it. She yes. Back. I do think she's a truly gifted comedian that I, I do miss Absolutely. having on our screen. So, but. Well, Emily, this is fabulous. Thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. And um, can you let everyone know where to follow you, listen to you, all that stuff? Oh, yeah. I get so nervous when I do these. I know. What they're I weird. Do? I know. Okay. Like, okay. As if I, I, you're I, not going to like see your name in the thing, but just go for it. I know. I, just, I can do it. I have this. Okay. <laughs> <You laughs> follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And then my podcast is everywhere you get your podcast. So She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And I also have a YouTube channel if you prefer the video version. Um, I do pretty much the unedited versions there. So if you want the nitty gritty, you can check it out there. Yes, to all that. And then uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet, follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. And uh, we are releasing some fun little trailer reaction videos, Kicks and I, lately. So go check those out on TikTok and on Instagram. And make sure to rate, review, subscribe to all the pods you love. It is a free way to support all the amazing content creators out there. So do that. And uh, Emily, say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye.